Welcome to the Todd Allen Show. Hey, I'm back. Took a few weeks off. Uh, how's everybody doing? End of summer, I guess. You know, summer doesn't technically end until September 21st, but I gotta believe, unless you're retired, maybe. But if you have kids, if you're functioning at all in the in the normal schedule and flow of society that the rest of us are, you know, summer's kind of, we tend to look at it from Memorial Day to Labor Day. And that's how it feels, because it feels like once the school year starts and the kids get back in school, that we're on to the next season. So fall is right around the corner. Uh, in, in Michigan, at least, we've still got, we get our 80 degree days, but then at night it's getting down to like 55. And I love that. I, I don't, I, I don't, I like the, the hot days and I like the cool nights. I love it. So the, the nip of fall is in the air. <laughs> and as soon as seems like as soon as Labor Day rolls around, you start seeing it on your Instagram, on your Facebook, people start posting the fall pics, or maybe it's not even people for all I know. Maybe it's the bots on these things. <laughs> But we're all moved on, right? They, they, they keep moving us on. Once we hit August, you hit end of August, you start seeing pictures of pumpkins and pictures of uh, falling leaves and changing trees and everything else. <laughs> so anyway, it's good to be back. Uh, how, how's everybody doing out there? Does the media have you worried yet? Because I... I'm fairly certain that is their only goal. Their, their only goal is to keep us on our heels constantly, constantly, constantly. You know, you go from COVID, now we got monkeypox. And even monkeypox is getting a little long in the tooth now. So their their, their big thing in the last month, I would say, uh, what I have seen percolating a lot out there. And this is not just in the mainstream media, although they are certainly the biggest proponents of the theory, these polls that are out there. And, they, and you know, this happens every late summer of an election year, where especially during midterm elections, it's fairly predictable what's going to happen. The party in power, which in this case, we know is the Democrat party, right? They, they let us know at every turn. If you're Mike Lindell and you're coming home from a hunting trip and you happen to be getting a burger at Hardee's, the FBI rolls up on you to take your phone because, oh my God, you're the MyPillow guy, right? You like Trump. We can't have that. So, but But the polls is what, I think it is really interesting to me. And then what, what they, what they're trying to do. So they, I don't know about you guys. I don't trust these polls at all, but these polls start coming out and they start showing all these Senate races and, and the Democrat candidates in all these Senate races are suddenly rising in the polls. And then you, you get in this kind of media loop. So what happens is on, on most of your uh, conservative shows, People start to just, oh, get all, get all concerned. And they say, you know what? People aren't running right. 
we got to have our candidates. They've got to learn to run on the issues. We can't bring Trump into it. Trump's Mar-a-Lago raid, that's just a distraction. We can't let that be the focus of the midterms. No, 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 you got to focus on crime. you got to focus on the border. you got to focus on inflation. The voters just don't understand it. And if, and if you don't sell it right, well, well, the Democrats are going to win. Look at the polls. I, I, I just, I'm sorry, folks. I don't believe any of them. Uh, that, that doesn't mean that I don't, I'm not discounting the conservative shows out there. That's not what I'm talking about. I don't believe any of the polls. I don't believe the media and the polling, uh, system that we have set up that all the, the polling lobby, you could almost call it, uh, the, the, they exist to feed the media monster that has been created. So I just don't buy it. Part of why I don't buy it is you're telling me that the people out there, all of us, I mean, we're living it, right? We're paying whatever, $3.79 for a carton of eggs that a year, year and a half ago was 99 cents. Uh, gas has come down some. I think in Michigan right now, gas is at the 379 maybe a gallon. So probably, I, I think we end up being quasi average for the nation. And I'm sure there's lots of other States are the same. We're not going to be as high as like a California. We're not going to be as low as some of the Southern States that are close to the refineries, obviously, but gas is still 379. I remember under Trump when gas was 189. Now, how did that happen? How did Donald Trump, the most reviled man in American history, the Biggest danger to democracy in the history of our democratic republic. How did Donald Trump manage to get gas down to one eighty nine, a dollar eighty nine a gallon? How was that possible? I mean, we we all know that we can't drill, we can't do anything because we're destroying the environment when we do that. But yet, I, we're burning through just as much under the corpse. You know, that's another thing. I Don't let me forget, guys. It's difficult, I know, since I'm the one uh, <laughs> since I'm the one recording the show and I don't have any callers. But still, don't let me forget to come back to the Democrats and their obsession with infirmed candidates. It's shocking to me. But anyway, let's get back to gas and let's get back to these polls and this voter thing. You're telling me that people somehow forget that the walking Joe, the corpse formerly known as Joe Biden is in the white house, that the Democrats who are tyrannical thugs, that they control all branches of government. People somehow for are just suddenly lose this idea. Like we're, we're going, we're heading towards this election and, and Joe blow, you know, the plumber, down the street who's paying twice as much for his materials, you know, twice as much for gas, all of this stuff can't find employees. And he's just suddenly going to forget the fact that the Democrats have caused all of this. And because the Republicans have nominated Dr. Oz in Pennsylvania, they're suddenly just going to be like, no, 
Nope, he's not making his case strong enough. I'm going to stick with The Walking Joe and Chuck Schumer and Nancy Pelosi's corpse. What is up with the Democrats and their obsession with corpses in office? That's what I would like to know. I do not understand it. Do they not have, I mean, they have the occasional younger person as a candidate. You've got AOC, who's out there, who's a certifiable lunatic, but she is at least young and and pretty and attractive. Uh, She can speak fairly well. I mean, if if you consider, (laughs) if you don't consider the content of what comes out of her mouth, you know, she's relatively competent at what she does and she's younger she has ideas they're all the wrong ideas but my lord at least she's not 175 at least so far she hasn't had 55 years in office to enrich herself oh so these polls come out and the plumber down the street joe he's gonna walk into the voting booth in november and he's gonna be like you know what Dr. Oz, he just didn't make his case well enough for me. So I'm going with all the failure and all the ridiculous fascism that we've seen, the totalitarianism that we've seen from the walking Joe and the Democrats. I like the way they're going about destroying the country. And you know what? If the Republicans can't make a good enough case for why they're better, then by God, we're going to keep on destroying the country. I just don't believe it. I, I, nobody I know functions that way. They don't, everybody knows the state that the country's in. Everybody knows how ridiculous the censorship is of the big tech companies. How ridiculous it is that the FBI raided Mar-a-Lago, home of a former president, over what? Some supposedly classified documents This is the biggest bunch of BS that we have ever been subjected to. I don't know about ever. COVID was pretty big. The 2020 election was pretty big, come to think of it. (laughs) The stolen 2020 election. The fake insurrection. All of these things. And and we're just, we, we forget. That's how stupid the American voting public is. I tell you what, if that's the case... If these people are right, who, who, who do I mean by these people? Take Clay and Buck. They've taken over for, for Russia's show. And I like Clay and Buck. I don't have anything against Clay and Buck. But they get on there. They read these polls. They get all exercised about the fact that, oh, my God, maybe we don't have this in the bank. Maybe the American people don't understand how bad it is. Maybe they don't know that the borders are open. And to some extent, I suppose that's possible. I, But to whatever extent... The American people don't know what's going on and aren't cognizant. That percentage of the population, we don't have much of a hope of winning over. I don't know how big of a share of the population that is. I'm quite sure it's not 50%. So 60, 65% of people still have a functioning brain in their head. I believe. I believe they can look around. They can look at what they're paying for food. They can look at what interest rates are doing. They can look at the ridiculous inflation at the way that the Democrats are just running the country into the ground. And they're going to say, you know what? It doesn't matter if Dr. Oz is perfect. He's clearly not. That doesn't matter. He's got to be better 
than what we're dealing with right now, right? I mean, that's it's completely human nature to be like, you know, who else? What's another Senate candidate that's out there that everybody's worried about? Blake Masters in, uh, I think he's a Senate candidate running in Arizona. Carrie Lake, I think, is in Arizona, but I think she's running for governor. You know, the other thing that's going on is these Democratic candidates don't want to debate. So they're just refusing to debate. Because why Why would we debate these election deniers? We aren't going to give them that forum. We don't have to lower ourselves to get down in the mud with them. Talk about real things that real people think about. No, we're above all that. All we have to do is run. People understand that the Democrats are better. The elite globalists, they understand what they're doing. And they're the, they're the ones that we have to trust. It's just insane. And I, th- I think these polls do two things. They're trying to depress turnout for one. They, they want to, they, they want to depress you, uh, Republican conservative independent voters with a brain in their head. Uh, they want it. They want you to think, you know, it doesn't matter what we do. This is, this is just a losing, you know, it does, everything is gone. The country is being destroyed and, Apparently the country likes it because the Democrats are going to get elected either way. And you know what? So what if they don't? Because when we elect Trump, then look at what they do to him. They just, they, they destroy him because it's not just the Democrats. It's not just the elite globalist in power in political positions or in bureaucratic positions all over our government. It's also the heads of the big tech companies, these universities, it's everywhere. All the, the private uh, public partnership. I don't know if it's unspoken. I doubt it's unspoken. We don't, I I doubt that it's contractual. I don't think they're signing anything saying that we agree with you, but the fact of the matter is that much of corporate of big corporate has gone and big education. We know all this big medical, they've gone woke plain and simple. They've lost their collective minds. And to some extent, I think we have to, we have to say, yeah, I think they really believe it for whatever reason they hold to it like a religion. They've given up religion in any of its, of its former, uh, forms, but now they, they, they hold to this global warming and this wokeness and this systemic racism and BLM, and that's their new religion. So it doesn't matter what reality is, what matters is that's what they believe. And they hold to it with a religious fervor. It doesn't matter that economies run on oil. They run on fossil fuel. Western Europe's getting ready to find this out this winter in this mad dash to destroy themselves and commit economic suicide and go after Putin for invading Ukraine. Uh, they are slitting their own wrists. So this winter is going to be cold in Germany. It's going to be cold in the Netherlands. Uh, it's going to be cold in France and Spain because, you know, France might not be quite as bad actually, but anyway, point is Western Europe's doing everything they can to destroy themselves. Although in Sweden, they just had 
uh, right wing candidates just dominated the election there and the, and the leftist prime minister resigned right after the election because she has no interest in <laughs> actually governing. She just wants to be the high priestess of the leftists in Sweden. And if she can't be that, then it's over. So I think these polls, the, the goal is to depress turnout. The other goal is to give themselves cover because I guarantee you they are going to try to rig and steal another election. They're already doing it. I mean, half of what these polls are is rigging the election on the front end. That's what going after Trump at Mar-a-Lago, that's what, did you know that over, I think it was, I don't know if it was last week, maybe it was Thursday or Friday, but the FBI raided over 50 Trump supporters in the same day, mega supporters. And these would be people that were probably a little higher up, uh, in the, what passes for a, a mega hierarchy, <laughs> but the, the entire goal is we are a national police force, not much different than the former Soviet Union's KGB or the Gestapo for the Nazis in Germany. And the goal is intimidation. They don't have anything on anyone. Now, that doesn't necessarily matter because if they get the right trumped up charge and they present it to a jury in Washington, D.C., or these leftist judges, then who knows? Everything's out the window because we have two systems of justice. And if you are a Trump supporter, if you believe in freedom, if you believe in closing the border, if you believe in bringing manufacturing back to the United States, then you're a fascist and you're an enemy of the state. And the goal of all of this is to intimidate you. So they don't want you, they want you to think, you know what? God, I can't, I can't support Trump. Or the FBI is going to show up at my door. I didn't even do anything. I never even been to Washington, D.C. That doesn't matter. You're an insurrectionist. You support Trump. That's the idiocy that we're dealing with right now. Uh, it, and it's evil. You have to understand it's evil what we are dealing with. But we're going to be, I, I have a feeling we're going to be dealing with it for a while. It doesn't seem like it's on its way out. It seems like. This is this is our future for a while is fighting this. And you know what? It's just where we're at. Uh, I was talking to the lovely and gracious Nikki the other night. We were sitting on the front porch and imbibing in some adult beverages and, and you know, just kind of winding down from the day talking. And I and she, you guys don't aren't subject to as much of, of this as she is. So you guys get it condensed and into like an hour form and, and it's all right there. She has to listen to me kind of work my way to it. But I told her it's really, it's really interesting being raised in the eighties, you know, born mid seventies, raised through the eighties, uh, coming into adulthood kind of in the nineties, we knew America when it was still great. And we've kind of seen this decline and to see where it's at now, it's just, it's, I don't know if stunning is the right word. It's extremely disconcerting. And I'm sure that you guys deal with it just as much as I do, where you look around and you say, how did, how did we get here when it seems like just a year ago, we weren't, we were, we were normal. I know it wasn't a year ago. I know it's been longer than that, but it doesn't feel that much longer. 
how did we get here? And it, and it can be, it can be really discouraging. What's even more discouraging is what our kids are growing up with. Our kids don't have a memory. What they know of the eighties is they learn from stranger things. Listen, I love stranger things. Great show. But, and at least my kids look at stranger things and they think, man, I wish I'd have grown up then. There's no screens. Kids still went out and did things outside. They got together. They played games. They used their imaginations. They fought the Demogorgons. <laughs> but, but really, it, it was a different time. And our kids don't get that. And there will, there's coming a generation, it may already be here, that will never know the greatness of America like we did. And that I find just profoundly sad. And if, if we're thinking, listen, we're going to get it back. Well, we may get it back. I'm not saying that it's impossible, but it is going to be a long road. And sometimes, I mean, I don't think I'm any different than you guys. I look around and I just want to freaking crawl into a hole and just forget about all of this. I want to listen to the media anymore. And trust me, sometimes you need to do that. You need to get away from the media because, uh, they are trying to depress you. They succeed even with me. And I can see what's going on. I know that they're full of shit, (laughs) but still the overwhelming constant drone of it can, can, can get on you and it can produce anxiety and everything else. Um, and you look around and you think, yeah, the, the, the FBI is, it's completely corrupt. The justice system's completely corrupt. Our Congress and our government is completely corrupt. I I don't know any other way to say it. They think back to 2020, not only did you have the faux pandemic and COVID and we have, we've dealt with that ad nauseum. Now the CDC is starting to run away from that. They just want to be like, you know what? I, as far as we can tell, COVID's pretty much over. It was all a bunch of BS from start to finish. It was all just something for them to use to take your freedoms away. But then they go, the Hunter Biden laptop comes out and it's a full court press. They do everything they can to absolutely make sure, censor that, make sure that story doesn't get out. You've got all these 50 former heads of intelligence saying this is Russian disinformation. And it was all a lie. The laptop was a hundred percent true. The corpse and the corpse's son have been on the take for decades. They're maybe the most corrupt family in politics. And let me tell you, that's saying something like that's a high bar to clear in our particular system right now. And they're doing it right now. They want you to believe that because they're raiding Trump, I mean, Trump's going to come up on charges. Trump's probably going to get marched in handcuffs into Washington, D.C., and they're going to throw him into solitary confinement. That's what they want you to believe. It's insane. And I, I don't put it past them. That's what they want. That's what every leftist and liberals wet dream is every time they wake up in the night. They're like, oh, 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 oh. but. It's just, there is no case. Luckily, we still have a Supreme Court uh, that is, I mean, Trump's appointees have a clear majority on the Supreme Court. We saw that in the Dobbs decision. And the fact of the matter is they want to steal the election again. I mean, we're in Michigan, so we've got Gretchen Gretchen Whitmer as governor. We've got Dana Nessel 
an absolute disaster as an attorney general. She's right now pressing charges on her opponent in this year's election. Her Republican opponent, because he's an election denier, he tried to foment an insurrection. And that's what passes as freedom, as a free and fair election. We've also got Secretary of State Benson. You know that they are cooking up something. I just, I'm looking at, I think, Instagram this morning, and something pops up about mail-in voting in Michigan and how it's safe and legal and and it's preferable. It's the way to go. And I think, what is this? Is this a COVID vaccine? Are you going to shoot a mail-in ballot into my veins? What is going on? Safe and effective. No, it's not. We know that mail-in voting is rife with fraud. They're absolutely going to steal the election or try to steal the election. Even the midterm election. It's not as easy as stealing a, uh, I, I don't know that it's easy to steal a presidential election, but it, when you're dealing with an election that covers 50 different states and they all vote differently and, and you just try to flood the zone with voting boxes and mail-in ballots and everything else. And, you know, and then as soon as it's over, you declare the winner, you haul the corpse over the finish line and you say, look, it's president dead Joe Biden. <laughs> yeah. You guys need to accept it because if you don't, you're going to jail. That's, that's kind of where we're at in America. And so there, so the polls also are, are giving them cover for the rigging and the stealing of an election. So they can say, well, look at the, look at what the polls said in August. We're not that far off. You will see these polls start to tighten now that we're post labor day and people are starting to pay attention, but exactly how much should people have to pay attention to know that the Democrats are an absolute disaster. I wanted you to remind me, thank you for reminding me out there that I need to go back to the idea uh, that the Democrats are obsessed, not just with old infirmed candidates. You know, John Fetterman is the Democratic Senate candidate for Pennsylvania, and he suffered a stroke in May. For three months, no one saw him. His staff is posted on Twitter, doing whatever. Now he's out there. He's doing a couple real controlled events. He doesn't have, do any press conferences, doesn't take any questions from the press. He can barely speak. And listen, I, I, I understand you're a stroke victim. And what happened to you, you know, it's a, it's a massive health challenge. So why is he a candidate for the United States Senate? Is he the best the Democrats have? He's got some weird lump in his neck. God only knows what that's from. Probably the safe and effective COVID vaccine, but he's a stroke victim and they're trying to haul him over the finish line and then install him in some Senate chair. What is going on? Why? I know what's going on. The fact of the matter is that the Democrats have so little respect for this country that they know that none of these people make any difference at all. They're going to vote the way they're told. They're going to do what they're told, and we're going to get the policies we deserve. No more drilling for oil. Why? Why can't we drill for oil? Why can't we frack? Why, why shouldn't we be a net exporter on oil? I mean, you're already going after Russia because the Bidens had all these bio labs 
the Bidens, the Clintons, the Obamas, the, the, the leftist globalists had all these bio labs in Ukraine. They had, they were running corruption schemes everywhere in Ukraine and God forbid Vladimir Putin disrupt any of that. That's a free, that's a free country there. You can't, you can't move in like that. What do you mean? You're putting missiles on the border of my country, long range missiles. It's just, it's crazy the world that we're living in. So these Democrats are obsessed. You should pull up. I, I wanted to get some clips together and I, and I just didn't, but you listen to Fetterman and he just stumbles over himself and we're given to believe the people of Pennsylvania are so stupid that if Oz doesn't make, doesn't use all the right words and doesn't run the best campaign he can, well, they're just going to elect a stroke victim who can barely speak who might, who, by the way, has never held a job in his life, a real job, because he comes from wealth, wears hoodies around, I think mainly to cover the weird lump in his neck. And people don't know how much gas is. They don't know how much food is. They don't know how bad things are. And they just wander around like automatons and eh, pull the lever for the Dems. They write it on their little mail-in ballot and away they send it. Just, I don't believe any of it. Now, does that mean that he may not pull out a victory of some sort? That does not mean that because uh, right now the the Democrats have given up on free and fair elections. They don't try to win elections from the standpoint of win the votes of the people. They don't care about that. They'll find the votes. Don't you worry. And you you damn well better shut up about it or you're going into solitary confinement. We're going to ruin your entire life. We're going to freeze your, your bank account. FBI is going to show up and take your laptop and your phone, scare your kids and your wife half to death. Why? You had the gall to go to Washington and say, you know what? This is wrong. Everything that's happening with this 2020 election is BS. You're going to jail. And we're going to raid Trump. I'll tell you what, the one thing that gives me, not the one thing that gives me hope. Uh, if I relied on, on secular things right now to give me hope, I would have none to be quite honest with you. Uh, but as a Christian, as a white heterosexual Christian male, the, the worst of the worst in society by the way. <laughs> but I, my hope is in God. It's not in America. I'm quite certain at some point, I hope it's not soon, America will fail and will fall. And we are well on our way. I hope it can be arrested. I pray that it can be arrested. But my hope is not in America. I can promise you that. But from a secular standpoint, when I look at Trump, I see a person who doesn't look defeated. He doesn't give up. It doesn't matter what they throw at him. He keeps going. And that's bringing me to one more thing that is really bugging me lately. And I'm going to go back to, I'm going to use Clay and Buck on this. It, it may not be fair, but they're one of the biggest radio shows in the country. Again, I'm going to go out of my way to tell you that I, I really enjoy Clay and Buck. I listen to him quite a bit. But when I, when I hear 
I think Clay is the worst defender of this, but uh, going out and going on about how this election can't be about Trump. They're trying to make it about Trump with this Mar-a-Lago raid, and we've, we we can't let them do it. We've got to stick on the issues. We've got to talk about open borders. Now we got to close the border. We've got to talk about crime. We've got to talk about all these things. We can't let Trump be the focus. And I just 100% disagree with that analysis and take on this. I think... The left is scared to death of Donald Trump, as scared of him today, maybe more scared than they were in 2015 when he came down the escalator at Trump Tower. They are scared to death of Trump. They're scared to death of Trump's supporters because we represent a threat to their stranglehold on power. And Trump doesn't matter. Absolutely. When Trump's on the ballot or when Trump is involved, Republican turnout goes through the roof. So I 100% disagree. I think the 2020 election needs to be front and center. They stole the election and then they, and then they went about destroying the country to the best of their ability. They did everything they can to run this country into the ground. And in addition to running the country into the ground, they are, they weaponized the national police force, the, the FBI, the intelligence agencies, all of these bureaucracies, and they're coming after the American people. You know, we've, got, we've had probably this year, God only knows, but who knows, 3 million uh, illegal immigrants coming over the border. God knows how much drugs, fentanyl, everything else, how much human trafficking is happening. Doesn't matter doesn't matter. We got to stay focused. We got, people don't know that's going on. We have to tell them we have to run a good campaign. I just don't, I don't think people are that stupid. And if they are, we're not, if they are, they're a lost cause because I do know people that stupid. I have people close to me that are that stupid. It doesn't matter. Well, it, it wouldn't matter. The people that I'm talking about, the leftists that I'm talking about, it wouldn't matter if Jesus came down from the clouds and in a revelation showed them exactly what's going on, the evil that these people are doing, they wouldn't care. They wouldn't believe it. They believe what they want to believe. We can't convince those people. But you know who we can, you know who we can talk to? If you're a Senate candidate, you can talk to the, to the blue-collar workers not only the blue-collar workers, but just the, just the middle class out there that is being destroyed by the Democrats and their policies. And you can say, listen, if you elect us, we will put a stop to this. Whatever else we do, we'll just stand there and say, stop. We'll do everything we can to put a stop to it. I don't know if they actually will. The Republicans have not proven to be a particularly courageous bunch. But you know what? They're the lesser of two evils at this point. And some of them, the new MAGA Republican candidates that are out there, are damn good. I don't care what cocaine Mitch the turtle says. He's nothing but an, an elitist, globalist, deep stater himself. The sooner we can get rid of Mitch McConnell, the better. Uh, the sooner we can get rid of, a, of most of what populates and what passes for congressmen and senators in the United States House and Senate, the better, as far as I'm concerned. But... I fundamentally disagree with a lot of the talk and the chatter that's out there uh, in conservative radio podcasts, uh, conservative ink, I'll call it. 
I, I disagree. I don't think you need to run away from Trump. I think you need to embrace Trump. You know what else I don't think you need to run away from? I don't think you need to run away from abortion. These Republicans are scared to death of abortion. They are convinced, the media has convinced them that there is an army of rabid uh, millennial women out there that all they want in the world is to murder babies. It's the most important thing. The more kids we can kill, the better. You know what? You know what? If the Democrats want to make the killing of children, if they want that to be the flag that symbolizes everything they're running for, the rallying cry for their campaigns for the House and the Senate, I say we let them and go right at them. I'm not saying, you know what? I I don't believe right now that the American public by and large, is at the place where they want abortion completely outlawed. But you know what? They have common sense. You could find, uh, uh, you could say, listen, we understand where the country's at right now. We're going to go 12 weeks and under. you got a first trimester. There's no exceptions for rape and incest. Because you know what? If you've been raped or you're the victim of incest and you can't figure it out three months in, well, probably you're not going to figure it out five months in. So we're just going to have some common sense regulation. And this is, this is going to be on a state-by-state state basis. But right now, if Michigan came out with something, they said, listen, we, we feel like this is, this is a place where everybody can get together. We're going to have abortions up to 12 weeks, none after that. And we're going to do everything we can to provide alternatives. Okay, I can live with that right now. You know, politics is the art of the possible. I get all that. I'm not saying it, it, it seems to me fundamentally crazy to think that it's less of a baby at 10 weeks than it is at 16 weeks. But you know what? Whatever we got to do, let's get what we can and let's come to a consensus and then let's keep working to educate people. But that isn't what the Democrat Party isn't just pro-choice. They are pro-abortion. They want no limits at all. On, it, on abortions, period. You're getting ready to deliver the kid, get the head out, stick the scissors in its skull and suck out its brain. That's fine as far as the leftist Democrats are concerned. As far as these crazy, rabid millennial women are concerned, I guess, some of them. I know millennial women who don't think that way, but this is what we're told, right? Abortions, Abortion is what's going to defeat the Republicans. Okay, Let's take that fight. Let's have an honest discussion as a country about abortion. I'm on board with that. Let's talk about it. Let's watch one. How about that? Why don't we have an ad? That's a two-minute ad where we show clips and highlights of an actual real abortion. And then the little pieces of the baby there in somebody's hands that they're holding. Let's have a real conversation about what's going on. But, but let's not pretend it's just some choice that any society that devalues life like we have, whether it's the, and we're talking the lives of the most vulnerable unborn children. Uh, and it's not just the unborn children. If kids in this day and age somehow run the gauntlet and make it out alive, they don't get aborted by a pill or by some vacuum in the first 12 weeks. Then they get to go into a school system where their minds are polluted, where they're told you can be any gender you want. You may look like a girl. You're probably not a girl. Uh, 
And this boy over here, he really is a girl because he has a dress on and he's going to kick your ass at every sport that you're ever going to be in in the rest of your life. And that's what you get to look forward to for life. It's insane. Oh, and if you're white, my God, if you're a white child, you're already guilty. And any blacks out there, any brown people should be able to kick the crap out of you at any given time they want to, just for everything your ancestors have done. You've put upon these other races. It's just insane. So let them do it, I say. Let uh, Give the Democrats abortion and hang it around their neck like a damn millstone. And let's have a real conversation about it. Because I don't believe the vast majority of the American people are on board with where the liberals are when it comes to abortion on demand anytime during any pregnancy. They just want to make sure they kill as many kids as possible. I mean, you probably, and then they're going to tell us how rare, do you know how rare it is? It almost never happens that after the first trimester there's abortion. Well, there was like 50,000 of them last year. How's that? How many 9-11s is that? Oh, anyway, you can tell that I'm exercised about what's going on in, in these, these pre-election polls and all the chatter and everything else. Screw them. Embrace Trump. Embrace the idea that you're pro-life, that we give a damn about kids. And defend it. Have the conversation. Go right at them. Take the, take the fight to them. That's what I think. I just, I don't understand running defensively the the american people know what's going on and if they don't if by some miracle there was free and fair elections and over 50 percent of the population has become such mind-numbed idiots incapable of rational thought they look around themselves and say you know what i like this let's go dems are better than republicans because republicans are racist then you know what we've lost the country period and that's where we're at. Now, we can fight to win it back. But the fact of the matter is, if and I don't believe it. I simply don't believe it. But that's what the national media would have us believe. That if Republicans, if Herschel Walker in Georgia doesn't run a perfect campaign, then, by God, let's keep destroying the country. Why not? I, I just, the rationale makes zero sense to me. These polls are designed to depress turnout and they're designed to cause Republicans to run scared. The one thing Trump never did is he never ran scared. That's why we love him still to this day. So anyway, I wanted to give you guys my take on what is going on right now when it comes to the 2022 midterm elections in, in anything resembling a sane world with anything resembling even quasi free and fair elections, the Democrats are on their way to getting their ass kicked period. Now they're going to rig elections. They're going to steal elections. So where's that going to put us? I don't know. I guarantee they're going to in Michigan. I guarantee in Detroit, they're going to have twice as many votes as are actually cast. Might that drag Whitler's uh, sorry totalitarian butt across the finish line? Maybe. I don't know. I mean, we have to, but still, what are we going to do? Turn out, turn out, turn out. Do the best you can. Vote. Get everybody you know to vote. And if they cheat and they steal it, 
well, then we're going to have to look at other remedies after that. What might those remedies be? I don't know. That is for another show. But the fact of the matter is, everybody with eyes knows what's going on. Anybody in Pennsylvania who's a voter in Pennsylvania and looks at Fetterman, who could barely stumble his way through a five-minute speech with a lump on his neck he's trying to cover with a scarf in the middle of summer, and they want that to represent them in the United States Senate, you you aren't going to reason with those people. You aren't going to win those people anyway. They're insane. They'd probably be fine if Fetterman put on a dress to go with his hoodie and his scarf in the middle of summer and said he was now some kind of indeterminate gender somewhere between a man and a woman. He doesn't know exactly. He's waiting for his stroke fog to clear to hash it all out. It's crazy. Don't believe the polls. Don't get depressed by them. The people, there's still enough people in this country. I believe still a solid majority of this country that has a brain in its head that has not given in to the woke liberalism that is infecting. It seems like every large corporation, every tech company, every social media outlet anywhere. And it's where everybody gets their news from. So it, 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 it is completely over, that viewpoint is overrepresented. It isn't reality is what I'm telling you. Embrace Trump. Talk about this, how they stole the 2020 election because free and fair elections are the most important tool that we have to regain our freedom and our democracy in this country. So it has to be number one. And then, Let's talk about abortion. Hang it around the Democrats' neck. Let them own it. Let them say, yes, let's sell fetal body parts. Whatever we have to do, we want to kill kids because you know what? Kids are the biggest problem we've got going. Let them own it. Take the fight to them. All right, guys. That's all I've got today. I'm going to come back uh, next week with hopefully now that I've got this out of my system. We can talk about some other things, <laughs> but it has for the last three or four weeks, it has really been bugging me watching what's going on in the media and watching how Republican opinion leaders or conservative opinion leaders are buying into it. It's not reality. I understand they get stuck in a media loop and then, you know, they just, they, you hear things all the time. You think this must be what it is. So we got to respond to this. That's not reality. The media isn't reality period. There's an entire country out here, and we all know damn well what's going on. We know what the corpse in chief is doing in the White House. We understand they're trying to destroy America and and that they're trying to destroy the middle class, and they're trying to foment hatred and rage and racial division. We get it all. And we're going to start, we're going to vote. Nobody's going to vote for Fetterman with a lump on his neck who isn't a mind-numbed idiot. Now, there might be 45% of those Democrats out there that are mind-numb morons. They'd look at them and they think, God, that's the best Pennsylvania has to offer. <laughs> I, I don't understand it. But anyway, guys, thanks for joining me today. I will be back soon. Hey, you can find me on Facebook, Instagram at the Todd Allen Show. Check out my book, Leaves the Blue Way on Amazon. I am working feverishly on the new project for next year. 
Todd Allen presents with both insurrection and witness. And I'm going to tell you more about it as we get closer, but, uh, working, I am hard at work on that. Hopefully that will be a, a new weapon in our arsenal against the totalitarian leftists who are trying to destroy our country and destroy us. But listen, Trump's still out there fighting. He's still optimistic. He's resilient. And I got to tell you, every time I, every time I see what they throw at him and every time he just repels the latest attack, I think, God, he's inspiring, man. Give me some mean tweets. I love them. All right, guys. Thanks for joining me today. I'll catch you later.